0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everyone. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving, and this is Believe in LSU Podcast, your host, Josh Booty on the Believe Podcast Network, and we're talking LSU A&M this week. Of course, uh, the team from College Station comes to Baton Rouge, led by Jimbo Fisher, former offensive coordinator at LSU. Uh, I played under Jimbo in the year 2000 under Nick Saban, as uh, he was the offensive coordinator. Of course, went on to win a national championship there as a coordinator at LSU, and uh, won one. Uh, won a national championship as a head coach at Florida State, uh, had a Heisman winner in Jameis Winston, tons of first-round guys. He's coached quarterbacks. He is the quarterback whisperer, so we'll talk a lot about quarterbacks today and how well he has prepared Kellen Mon who quarterbacks the Aggies, to come to town last year. Seven overtime uh, thriller in College Station, 74-72 Texas A and M came out on top. Uh, Burrow, of course, our quarterback at LSU took the loss, but he ran the ball thirty times in that ball game, and he played great offensively. We played great offensively, but a random company on the defensive side of the ball was not able to stop uh, those big, tall wide receivers at A and M last year, and it hurt us. Um, we didn't. I, th- I thought we didn't have enough uh, firepower at the end, especially defensively uh, on the defensive line, and. I I think that's what we wanted to get a lot better on the defensive front, the offensive line, to be able to control the line of scrimmage in games like that where, uh, you know, you got to get down and dirty and, and you got to play those in-the-trench long ball games. And, and uh, so I think we were able to assemble better offense and defensive lines for this year's teams. Of course, uh, we had four starters coming back on the offensive line. On the defensive line, we rotate seven or eight guys, so that gives us a real chance um, to always have guys in the ball game that can rush the passer and play aggressive. So I'm looking forward to Saturday. Fifteen seniors will be celebrated on Saturday, Senior Day, last last game in Tiger Stadium. And uh, the one that we all will be watching is Joe Burrow, of course. Um, he says it's just another game for him. But – um, his last game in Tiger Stadium as next week they'll go to uh, the Georgia Dome and play in the SEC title game versus uh, Georgia. And uh, Kirby Smart-led ball club, uh, Jake Fromm as well, great quarterback in that matchup. They've got an unbelievable defense and uh, one of the best run games in all of the SEC. I think the best defense statistically-wise in the SEC – so that'll be a, a big ball game. But A&M, let's talk a little bit about them. They run a pro-style kind of slash spread style. Uh, they're averaging 419 uh, yards per game. And Jimbo, he's such a good play caller, the head coach. He calls plays as well. I call him the quarterback whisperer earlier, and that's what he does. He's got a great scheme that he puts together. He believes in balance. He's got a great running back in Isaiah Spiller. Um, uh, he's got two good wide receiver, Osbon and Davis, both way over 500 yards. I think Osborn's about 800 yards and four touchdowns on defense. They do run the 4 3 scheme and they give up about 20 points per game 129 yards rushing, 192 passing. They, they, they have a good D line. We heard Orgeron talk. Uh, our head coach, uh, Ed Orgeron, talk about their defensive line and their effort. They got a young team, but tons of talent. So AM's going to be good in the future. Jimbo is recruiting well. Um, you know, I guess Thanksgiving week, it's been practice as usual. They had an early practice yesterday, LSU did. So everything's the same as normal. It's just yesterday they had an early practice, and of course there's no school. So uh, they've been able to prepare a little bit more maybe around this week than normal weeks because uh, uh, the school has been out. Um, what I like about our team lately is, and I wanted to talk about, you know, the emergence of the offensive line and what everybody's saying now. I mean, everybody knows Burrow's putting up numbers. He's thrown over four. 5, yards. He's got 41 touchdowns, both SEC records. No one ever has done that in the SEC, thrown over 4,000 yards and had over 40 touchdown passes. So uh, that combination is um, is now in the record books under Joe Burrow's name, and he's done quite a unbelievable job distributing the football. But let's talk about the offensive line. They matured. They understand the offense. We're creating identity uh, we've been creating an identity all year long. Um, Burrow does a great job getting the ball out. But, you know, the, the way that the offensive line acts around, you know, these play calls is unbelievable. And the spread helps the O-line, in my opinion, as well, uh, you know, we we have taken some big, uh, some time and, and 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 dropped back and had some uh, you know big plays down the field as well, some chunk plays. So the line is not only protecting uh, for quick the quick passing game, but they've also done a good job run blocking as well. Clyde Edwards Hilaire last week another huge day, well up over one hundred yards, I think one hundred and eighty something yards. He averaged thirty yards per carry, which is just a, a, a tremendous. Tremendous uh, day for him last week, and I think that will continue. We're the best offense in SEC history. And uh, who would have thought that coming into the season? We had never run the spread before. So to say that we're the best offense in SEC history is unbelievable. And uh, this game is going to be super exciting because A&M scores some points. They, they score over 30 points a game as well, 32.1. Now we're up there in that 47, 48 uh, points per game category. And as I look at the SEC, And look at the kind of the way this thing has unfolded as this is the last week of the regular season in in the conference play. You know, LSU, of course, is my top team in the the league. Um, Like I mentioned, best offense in SEC history. How can you not name them number one? Number two would be Georgia, best defense in the SEC. Um, Maybe the second best in all of college football behind Ohio State, who's ranked number one now in the college football playoff rankings ahead of, uh, of LSU too and we'll talk about that in a minute too they flip-flopped this week um Alabama would come in at number three, and and Mac Jones has to uh, has to have a huge game this week against Auburn, and it'll be big for him. It's a key key game for Alabama if they can if they can torch Auburn, uh, then they can very well get right back into this playoff talk and playoff mix, which uh, they so desperately need. They've never met, missed a college football playoff appearance since the uh, inception of this new playoff format with four teams. Uh, after Alabama, I'd say Florida would be fourth, and I like going through. All, you know, this SEC and these teams, and these are my top seven. But Trask, the quarterback there who took over for Felipe Franks early in the year, has played amazing. He's been great for the Gators, and I have them at number four. Auburn, number five, with the freshman quarterback, that great defensive line. Uh, they And I think Malzahn's done a good job. He's getting a lot, a lot of criticism if he can beat Alabama on Saturday. That criticism will go by the wayside, and it'll be another successful year for the Auburn Tigers. So what a huge game they've got in Jordan-Hare this Saturday against their rival, the Iron Bowl game, Alabama versus Auburn. Uh, Texas A&M would come in right behind them at six. Uh, Young, young studs, especially um, on the defensive side of the ball. They run to the football um, you know, Kellen Mons had a decent year. Everybody thought he was going to light it up this year. He lost some receivers last year, but they can still get the ball down the field and he can run around and make plays. So they're a very dangerous team. They were three and three earlier in the year. Now they're seven and four. So they ran off four straight and then lost one last week to Georgia in a heartbreaker. Really, really tight game. Um, 19 to 13 and then i'd have tennessee which is a surprise team at seven they fought back and they've uh, you know they've been they've been good of late and their offense is starting to gel their quarterback um, is playing really really well so those are my top seven teams and we go back to lsu a little bit um, next week will be the first time uh, that lsu's been in the sec championship game in eight or nine years it's the sixth time that and in history that they've been in that game. Um, Burrow has stoned for 300 yards uh, plus and 75% completion percentage in past five games, longest streak in last 15 years in college football. Wow. We've got 6,172 yards of offense in our 11 ball games, uh, which is a record uh, for LSU offense uh, in any season of all time. Um, Thaddeus Moss, our tight end, most catches by a tight end in history. Just naming some of the things that are significant uh, this year for the Tigers and this offense. Um, uh, I'm looking at uh, percentages to get in college football playoffs. Let's talk about that. LSU, 87%. Um, we've got 50 first-place votes out of the 62 in the uh, Associated Press top 25. Um We've beaten four top 10 teams. Ohio State, 95% chance to get in the college football playoff, a little higher than LSU. They've got nine first-place votes in the AP top 25, but they do come in at number one in the college football playoff rankings. they got one top 10 win. they got four top 25 wins. Clemson, number three in the uh, AP and in the college football playoff rankings, 90% chance to get in. Uh, And that's just because of the strength of schedule. They have zero top ten wins. Uh, But they do hang around and they got three, and they're the former national champ now. So they also got three first place votes. So LSU 50, Ohio State 9, Clemson 3. Georgia's got a 50% chance to get in, Bama 47, Utah 10% chance of of reaching the college football playoffs. And then let's talk about title odds. Now, this is uh, odds to win the entire college football playoff. Ohio State comes in at plus 170 uh Clemson plus 170 that means if you bet 100 you win 170 on both those ball clubs LSU plus 400 um if you bet 100 you win 400 Georgia plus 1100 Bama plus 2500 Oklahoma and Utah plus 3000 so that's thirty to one odds to win the college football playoff. You bet hundred, you win three thousand. If you're Oklahoma or Utah, and Utah has a chance to get in, I really believe they do. Uh, if they beat Oregon next week, um, I think that's just this this Alabama Auburn Iron Bowl is just huge. If Alabama can show uh, that they're just you know leaps and bounds better than uh, Auburn on the road at Auburn, that'll really show I think these voters a lot about. the the crimson tide and 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 alabama's been in every single college football playoff uh that's ever happened so you know this would be the first time that they wouldn't make it if they don't uh back to this a and m game and then we'll get out of here today you know last year seven overtime 74 72 that score just doesn't seem right you know lsu's always had good defense uh the Aggies always kind of a defensive ball club last year. was a huge offensive night for both teams. They outlad, uh, outlasted us. I think uh, they're just a great opponent for us. Their scheme's good. They're so well coached. I think we're better, well, uh, more equipped in the red zone this year. I think we're much more creative offensively. I think we're five or ten times more creative than we were uh a year ago i think our defense is getting better and better we're going to have to stop the run this that's going to be the key to the game is our defensive front seven stopping the run uh, making kellen mon beat us with his arm i think that's really the key to this uh to this ball game and kellen mon can do it i just think that lsu is going to be too much we score and we expect to score on every drive we didn't score on only two drives last week like i mentioned 650 yards of total offense last week our coaching staff's done an unbelievable job like i mentioned again uh, being creative uh this year and you talk about uh texas a&m having a great scheme lsu has a great offensive scheme and uh the best uh the best, the best the SEC has to offer offensively. We're breaking records left and right. Um, if we play smart, like I mentioned, hard and no turnovers, I think uh, it's going to be an awesome night for the Tigers. I do think our backers, Phillips and Queen, the linebackers are really uh, getting some, gaining some experience, and we're getting better and better at that position. And uh, I think we're going to take this one. Um, Jimbo's a great coach, but... Uh, we have uh, a lot of senior leadership, and 15 uh, will be celebrated on Saturday. Their last game in Tiger Stadium, and let's watch these guys go out with a win. I think Burrow will be too much. Um, enjoy the week, uh, and then let's get ready for that SEC championship and that Georgia game, which will be uh, which will be an epic matchup in Atlanta next week. Uh, Thanks for listening to the Believe in LSU podcast. This is Josh Booty, out. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you.